scrimmage. Here's Cora. Welcome to the Casuals Degenerates Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Jacob Belleville. Hey, Jacob. Hey, what's going on? I don't know. There's something going on uh, in our group chat. People are talking. Um, I don't I don't know exactly what's going on. I think they're all talking about uh, my trades this week. I think that's what it, the whole league's talking about tonight. Um, what about you? What are you up to? I'm just watching this draft, watching the Eagles destroy it again, moving up, you know, to number nine to get maybe the second best player in this draft. So Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, love it. Queet, we got the Southern Bear here. He's uh, not collecting picnic baskets. He decided to join us. Thanks for uh, joining us this week, Tweet. Yeah, I listened to last week, and it was god-awful. You definitely need me here because, you know, I'm a glue guy, and I really hold this podcast together. So thanks for having me back. Um, thanks for uh, for doing trades with me, Luke. And, yeah, uh, no problem. I heard it's actually really hard to do trades with you, but I did not find it that difficult at all. I just, you know, give you a fair offer, and you're like, okay, this sounds good. I wonder why you and Jacob haven't got one done. I don't know. I think it's because he wants all my players for nothing. So, remember when I offered you Ramondre Stevenson for Rashad Bateman? How are you feeling about that right now? I don't like it at all. <laughs> really? You're, yeah. you're still Team Rashad. Okay. He's got his quarterback back, even though he doesn't really play quarterback. But yeah. I've just heard that DeAndre Hopkins might be going there and Odell. Everybody you loves Odell's already there. Looking a little bit sticky for Rashad. Two washed-up wide receivers with a running quarterback should go great. All right, Mom and Dad. We got got a guest with us here. We're going to be getting into another one of our interviews with our managers, and we have uh, Nate McCullough here, who actually just moments ago made two uh, deals there for his team, really building that – or building the – NFL team right back up. So great job there, Nate. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Man, a few words. 
Uh, we've got <laughs> diehard Jet fan, though. Yeah, diehard, go Cyclones, go Jets, I guess. And then we got uh, Dennis. I don't really know what he's going to talk about, but he'll probably bring just random N- uh, NFL draft news as we uh, are doing this. I'm not exactly sure. So here we go. Remember, make sure you download, rate, and review the podcast. Put it there in the group chat that we can see that you are downloading this automatically. I don't even need you guys to listen because then you'll hear about all the great players that me and Tweet want and all the bad players that Jacob wants. So make sure you go and rate and review our podcast. Get into our quick hitter. Got a couple, uh, five questions, just like always. By number five, you should be able to get it. Uh, probably one through three will be a little bit tougher, so I'll make those quicker. I'll just uh, raise your hand if you've got it. Otherwise, I will move right on to number the next number. So, in this game of who am I? I play in the SEC, or I played in the SEC last year, and rank ranked 40th in the nation in receiving, 87 yards behind Josh Downs, and only 34.8 points behind. Josh Downs. You guys got it? No. No. Okay. Two. I have had a 23 and a 21% receiving market share for my team over the past two years. So that's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty sizable market share there for two years. Got it yet, Tweet? You look like. No. Lock it in. Jacob's got it. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, I am a 99th percentile athlete with a breakout age of 18.7, 95th percentile, and a 25.1% college dominator rating that's 78th percentile, courtesy of Player Profiler. The hell did you just say? That's a lot of numbers, Tweet. (laughs) We know we know the Southern Bear is hard at hard at reading, hard at math, 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 no good. A lot of things. You guys got it. Tweet. I definitely know you have it. Tweet wants to lock it in. Tajay Spears did not play <laughs> in the SEC. Sorry, tweet. All right, number four. I have won two national championships in the last two years. Lock it. Nate's going to lock it. Sure, we'll lock her in. Do you guys want to hear the last one? Is it Bowers? (laughs) You are correct. (laughs) Nate, do you guys have it? Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys have Bowers? You probably didn't. (laughs) So the fifth clue is going to be, I have athletic comps to Noah Fant, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, Vernon Davis, Evan Ingram and Jared Cook. Trying to really give it away the tight end there. So I thought he, we had Nate on here and he gave up know. Brock Bowers uh, this week. So I thought I would do a little who am I with Brock Bowers? I mean, those aren't really his comps, though. You know, he's 6'3, like, 230. I wouldn't want to be his a, comp is compared to Noah Burks. That's his comp. So we're going to get into our NCAA news. We're going to try to make it short. 
Um, as short as we can, because again, there's some sort of NFL thing going on that oh, yeah. people really want to talk about. Um, so NCAA news. Alabama quarterback situation seemed to have a really rough a day with a day. And then they had mentioned, I don't know, or there's rumors a week or no, a couple days afterwards that Tyler Van Dyke might be going to Alabama. You kind of could see that people aren't content with the current Alabama room. And then uh, we pretty much just had no separation in that quarterback room. And then here today, we, we find out that Tyler Buchner um, is going. He was in the uh, portal and had a no contact tag, which I had never heard of. Turns out no one's supposed to talk to him about it. He's pretty much already, he's going to come to you. So it sounds like he probably already had some ideas. Um, and he goes to Alabama. Thoughts on this? We'll start with Tweet. Yeah, JSN just got picked by the Seahawks, so that was pretty neat. Um, <laughs> call that out too, since your jersey was, since the jersey's right there. Um, I think the Alabama quarterback room is just a shit show, and I don't know who's going to play, and I don't think they do either. Jacob, thoughts? Um, I think they're looking for a quarterback. I think the wide receiver room is pretty unsteady for them compared to like where they have been. So I would imagine that Alabama is going to run the rock this next year because the defense is going to be great. We already know that. Um, yeah, so like wheels up for Jace McClellan and Roy Dell Williams. I think, I think they're going to run it down the throat of most of the SEC. I don't think they're going to have like a fall off in terms of like wins and losses. But Do you think they're a playoff team? I don't. I think they still probably might get to the playoff. Old school Bama run the ball and play defense this year. The, the one thing that Bama does better than any team in like the country is really like load up the defense. Like you can say Georgia does that too, but as long as you have that defense, like you can run the ball. Shit, like Alabama could probably run wing T and win eleven games. I mean. It also makes me think that Jalen Milrow is going to be their starting quarterback. Could be. And run the ball for like 1,800 yards. He's, I don't know about that, but yeah. Like, and I, I just think that maybe. Chains, I guess, is what. Yeah. I, and what I think is that maybe they brought in Tyler because they think that, uh, oh, what's the. Uh, What's the five star that was there last year that came in? Simpson, uh, Thompson, Simpson. Simpson, yeah. Simpson, that maybe Simpson is looking to transfer somewhere, and they want to have. They don't want to turn to a, a freshman in case their running quarterback gets hurt. I mean, even if like Tyler Buchner were to win the role, I still think the pieces that you want to own are the running backs. Also, also find it interesting. So you got new OC there previously at Notre Dame. Makes sense. I know the offense. Um, but they also had Drew Pine. Like, he came back from injury, and he still wasn't the starter, and they had Drew Pine start. So, like, that's what that's what makes me think it's more of a depth move than a starting move, in my opinion. But also, I don't have to – he doesn't have to really learn a lot on the playbook, probably, because a lot of it's probably transferred over. 
I mean, I like how you say that, but then they clearly just had terrible competition in their spring game. So, like, clearly they don't know who their starting quarterback is. So they, they want to bring in somebody else to see. Did you just say that Alabama's defense is bad? Is that what I, like, just heard? Yeah, I mean, it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not, uh, it's not Iowa State defense. Let's put it that way. Can you force me to Put down the bottle. <laughs> um, and then quickly, um, since you're here, Nate, I really want to know how you feel about your last trade um, to get starting cornerback uh, Lorenzo Styles uh, probably going to Ohio State is what the rumors look like. How do you feel about that? Yeah, scouting a little off on that. They had competing for a receiver and didn't do their homework on – into it. And if I remember right, you you didn't want any of our advice on anybody because you like to do your own research. That's right. So I would probably get somebody else to do your research. I would rather be wrong on my own than someone else be wrong and I believe that. I respect that. I respect and that's that. why he still believes in Zach Wilson. That's right. <laughs> I offered a trade for Zach Wilson. Expired, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that bomb blew up. Nate, do you wish you would have taken that trade? No. no. Okay. Another bad Jacob trade. Part for the course. I mean, so, it was it was at least a hundred dollars worth. All right, Dennis. I want to hear your opinion on this next one. We've got Colorado. 41 players have jumped into the transfer portal since Dion has come into town. They have had 63 of their 83 scholarship players leave town. And from what I understand, he's bringing his luggage, but it seems more like Nautica or something. It doesn't really seem like Louie right now. What are your thoughts? Colorado is going to be one of the funnest teams to watch in the next two years. They're going to be a blast. Because there's going to be, like, no teams in the Pac-12 and, like, all of a sudden they're going to be, like, the best. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. Also, Walton McCaskill, who is a guy I like on my college roster, Dion's recruiting him to come over. Haven't seen anything if he's been able to get him to go over yet, but that'd be awesome. More upside for him for NFL side. It's just going to be – it's going to be interesting to see – him going to a power five school and see if he can, what he can actually start doing on the recruiting side and seeing if he can start pushing the power because PAC 12 used to be a, used to be a football conference. It's bottom. What, how would you hold on? (laughs) Everyone, everyone's uh, for audio wise. Oh, Quentin Johnson goes to the rain or the chargers, the chargers. Oh my God! Why do they need all the big, what? tall, wide receivers? <laughs> what a great fit! Aiden Allen's thirty. Be honest, taking over. For what a great fit! I mean, him and Mike Williams could be brothers. Look at that. I assume like Zay Jones would be. Mike a Williams brother. doesn't have that yak ability. Not Zay Jones. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> I figured like Addison or is Zay that Flowers. Addison? Yeah, that's the uh, third first round pick I have in this draft. Wow. Good, good. Hopefully you can do something with those. Probably won't. All right. So 
a, a rule change coming in 2023. There's going to no longer be a stop clock uh, for first downs, except for the last two minutes of the half. They're trying to speed up the games. They believe this will take out eight plays a game and help save 30 minutes. I don't really know if eight plays equals 30 minutes, um, but interesting math that they had there. And then only the SEC is thinking about um, having, what's the word I want to say, repercussions for storming the field. They are toying with the idea of losing home field advantage or losing home field, um, losing home games. When they play that team next, they'd have to play away. They can't play at home. Or that they would be forfeiting the win that they just won. I want to ask you, Tweet and Jacob, what you have to implement a rule in the SEC that says, you know, to to figure out storming the field. It's an issue per the SEC. I think it's honestly just to help all the women in the SEC protect them from Jermaine Burton. Um, but you have to implement a rule. What are you implementing? Because I think losing a game that you just won is dumb. Um, what do you think, Tweet? I just think the rule's dumb anyways. I just don't think you can stop it. But, I mean, you can't just tell somebody they lose after they win. I don't think you take that away. I don't know. I guess if I had to enact on something, you, I think it's dumb, but, like, take a scholarship away or something. I don't really know. Like, I don't know if that's the right answer. I, the whole rule is just stupid. Like at, you, that, at that point, Colorado will have zero scholarships. Yeah, yeah. Jacob, what do you think? Um, you can't stop it, like Tweet said. So maybe you make it a charity function where if you step on the field as a fan, you have to put $5 into a charity of the school's choice. I feel like that how is that hard. enforced? Great idea, but how is that going to be enforced? There's people that walk around with boots, and you have to put your money in there while you're on Ren, the field. Do you give to charity? <laughs> They'll have a Santa with a bell (laughs) and a green bucket. (laughs) Listen, this is the honor system, right? Like charity is something that everybody can get behind. So why would you like buck the rule? I'm so excited. Talking about 19, 21 year old college kids. We only make off their ass $45,000. So 50 people didn't pay for the charity still $45,000 for the charity. Right. I think, and and correct me if I'm wrong. I think I just came up with an ingenious idea. So I think now correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a while since I've really watched college basketball, but they come out with their security guards right away with the ropes and they pretty much get the away team out like right away. They don't stop the, uh, the swarming, but they, they let the away team get out of there so no one gets hurt. You got what? You got so much time to just get out of here before you just let people just because all they want to do is tear down the goalposts. That's all they really want to do. Let them do it. Let them pay five bucks. Or just, just fine them. 
Are you guys anti St. Jude's? I, I think that's what we're coming to here. We're anti St. Jude's. I mean, yeah, I'm all about the cancer for the, I mean, not the cancer for the kids. I'm all about. <laughs> I'm all about helping the kids with the cancers. Oh, geez. I'm just saying, like, if if there was a big game at Iowa State and me and my kids wanted to rush the field, I'd pay like 15 bucks and just go donate it and then tear down the goalpost. I mean, well, yeah, in theory, it's a great idea. Yeah, it is. It in is. theory, it's great. Thank you. All right. Jacob, is there any NFL news that you want to talk about? I don't really know if we have anything NFL-wise going on. I mean, obviously the draft, but that'll probably have to wait till next week. Okay. Jamison Williams, I mean, he got suspended six games because he basically, like, logged on to DraftKings within the Lions facility. So that was a smart move. That reminds everybody, make sure you got a VPN. Yeah. It all been avoided if you just would have had a VPN. Or just we're working on that. Don't use their Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't know how you like consolidate him to this exact spot and he placed a bet on whatever. MLS, whatever. But it's it's hard out here for a wide receiver on Tweet's team. <laughs> you seem to have them all, Tweet. You have a type, that's for sure. Nate, your favorite quarterback, you know, comes to your favorite team. Uh, your wife is a, is a big Packers fan. I don't know how big of an Aaron Rodgers fan she is, but maybe are you now becoming a Jets household, or what exactly is happening over there? Kind of trend that way. She wasn't very happy with that trade, but probably because she didn't pay attention a lot, so. She- it was going to happen. Matter of time. I don't know what she's going to do. Join me at the fan. Nate, you're kind of breaking up. Nate's, Nate's using his phone, guys. You know, that, that sounds pretty good. Too far away. All right. We got. Uh, Jacob has his quarterback, Stein. Now Jacob has all the most expensive quarterbacks on his team. Everyone's locked up. How does that feel, Jacob? Feels pretty awesome. He's two ACLs away from having no quarterbacks, you know. A couple running quarterbacks go down. He's done. I wonder how I think any of my quarterbacks have had an ACL issue. And they've Not been until playing. this year when they signed their big deal. They've you been, know that's coming. <laughs> well, tweet, they've been playing football their entire life, and I don't think they've had an ACL issue. Woo! First round pick, bitches! What? Zay Flowers. <laughs> um, just Raven. let you know, it sounds like they're not getting DeAndre Hopkins. It sounds like Zay Flowers might not do anything. Yeah, now Rashad Bateman's even worse. Yeah, that's really true. You want you want to trade him for Ramon J. Stevenson? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> All right, you can't get deals done, guys, because he rejects everything. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just shoot shit out there half the time. But 
All right. Do we have anything else we want to talk about uh, before we get into Nate's interview? And then we can have a smattering of NFL draft talk uh, during the interview. No. I mean, we can talk about Tweet and his lack of trading, but. I mean, I find it adequate. Let's get into Nate's interview. Let's see here. Hold on. Tweet's on. Jacob's on. Nate's on. Dennis is on. This week, I traded with Tweet. I traded with Dennis. I traded with Nate. Hmm. I mean, I'm not finding any issues. Guys, did you guys make any trades with Jacob this week? What seems you... to be a common denominator. Not this no, one, no one sends me trades. Hmm. Oh, now that's the problem. I, I have to initiate everything. You don't initiate everything. I, I at like least you. ask about players. Who? Bijan? Then you want to lowball it? I didn't. You even, even said it was a good offer. No. I'll, I said that just to make you feel good. Dennis, put the, <laughs> put the receipts in the chat. We need to see this. We need to see it. All right, Nate. We got some questions for you. Are you ready? Shoot. All right. What is the biggest thing that you have learned in the last two years in this league? Hmm. I don't – honestly, I don't know if I've learned anything because I keep changing the route I'm going with everything. So probably the biggest thing I learned is to be able to, to, to change directions at any given moment. All right. Um, so based off of that, you kind of sound like the Lions organization and not exactly sure what you're doing with running backs <laughs> right here. Um so be flexible. Be flexible. Honestly, your your NFL team is got you know pretty young and it's starting to build back up. You were an older team that was going for it at the beginning, then lost, then you've been able to do this. How have you been able to do this? Like is it just the trading? What what is it? Because I feel like some people might need to know when to hold them and when to fold them. And you seem to kind of have that pegged pretty well. It's goes back to what I learned being flexible and being okay, moving guys and trying to, to move around. But yeah, like you said, when I started, I had a older, older NFL roster. So that, I mean, that helped because then they were, they were older, but they were the, the higher performers. So then I was able to, to get some good pieces out of them and move things around to, to get younger and, and get some college guys that turned into – or hopefully are turning into big NFL guys. So um, there's just feeling comfortable trading with anybody for anything, really. So how do you feel this year two went? It went on the NFL side. It went kind of how I expected it to. I didn't. I started out a lot stronger than I thought I would. Um, almost snuck into the playoffs, but um, so it went a little bit better than I thought it would. But then um, a couple injuries stopped it from helping get a playoff push. But kind of how I expected. All right. What do you think is your biggest weakness on the NFL side? Zach Wilson. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. 
Uh, too many. I don't want to say too many because they're all good jets, except for Zach. But um, these, these NFL guys keep drafting my guys to the same damn team. So Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson get drafted to the same team. And now JSN gets drafted to the same team as Kenny Walker. So I don't have a lot of team diversity, but overall it's just bench depth. Okay. Um, what do you feel is your biggest strength on the NFL side? Probably just overall youth. Um, I think the oldest, other than Stafford, who I just got today, the oldest guy I'll have in my regular starting lineup, I think, is 25. So the young, the young depth or the young starting pieces that I have. Coming up short in the first year on the NFL side, tasting a championship in an undefeated season and, and having a, a crushing defeat to Ian. Is that made you want to build this young roster so you can compete for years on end? Is this made you hungrier by coming up short? Oh, I'm starving. So yeah, the, the, that loss. Feed <laughs> that man. What was needed. Um, and looking in the long term versus um, kind of the redraft mentality that I started with. All right. What do you, what's kind of your strategy? We, you touched upon it a little bit, but what's your strategy there on the NFL side? If I am looking at your team for assets, like how, what do I have to offer your team? What, are, what things are you looking for on the NFL side? More, uh, probably more depth. I don't have a lot of pieces that I can use to trade or that I really want to use to trade get top end guys. So I'd be looking at depth and maybe a, a veteran quarterback because apparently nobody wants to draft Will Levis. So, uh, how does that feel right now? How, how does that feel? I'm not sure what you gave up for him, but. I don't. I got him a long time. I, I got him from Jacob, and I don't know. I don't, it's got to be pretty cheap. Yeah, to I don't be honest, think, like someone who's on like a quarterback who might go first round. I think it was a second and third supplemental pick, a couple two years ago. It wasn't a ton. Something like that. But it. I don't know. As long as he goes to a good spot, I guess he, technically, I don't feel like he's absolutely has to be a top top of the first round guy. If somebody go like first round, early second. Yeah. If somebody comes up okay. the bottom of the first, I think he'll be yep. fine. The Saints are sitting there. They need well, they just got Derek Carr. Never mind. Um but somebody will jump up and take him. So, so I'm, not, I'm not too worried about it, but what what about uh what is your biggest weakness on the NCAA side? Um, not having a full roster. That is probably a weakness. Yeah, there were. I had. I thought last year I had. I made some trades to to where I thought I had set up to where I could have some a good number of guys come back this year. So then I. But then there were a few guys that declared. I didn't expect to declare. Um, didn't expect Mitchell to declare. Didn't expect Demario Douglas to declare. So. That kind of threw a wrench in it a little bit, and 
over half my roster declared and hopefully is going to get drafted or signed. So, so over, what, I'm not going to have a full 45, but I think Levis might be the pick here for the Vikings. I was wondering, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that. Have him sit a year behind Kirk and I mean, definitely has weapons, right? right. I think, do, you think, do you think Will Levis would make those weapons worse? No. Have you seen the guy throw throw cannons? I felt like they were fielding offers for sure because they used the oh, whole clock. Jordan Addison. Yep. Wow. Him and him and Jefferson are going to be pretty. That pick. I don't know. Addison's about to take a back seat. I think he is not an alpha. I think he's the perfect. He's a good number two. Yeah. He's a, yeah. yeah. He's a compliment. Hawkins sure. is going to take all his passes. He's kind of like uh, Devonta Smith in, in a sense. Like but he's not, he's not as your alpha wide receiver one, but. But he's not as good as Devonta, I don't think. Devonta's faster. The way he's dressed, he thinks he's an alpha. I mean, yeah. look at that NIL money that he got from right. USC right there. Sweet. Like Devonta is also a uh, 170 pounds. Well, what is Addison? 171. Yeah, he's like 180. Oh, Jesus Christ! Fucking Devonta is one cheeseburger away. Oh, God, 15 and, pounds isn't much. Yeah, it is. And Nate's hungry. We know that. We're All right. So, boxing, what do you think? Weight classes go by five pounds. So Nate, what do you feel like is your biggest strength on the NCAA side? If your weakness is you don't have very many guys, what <laughs> what the hell is your strength? Um trading with me. Not having a ton of attachments to the guys I do have. Okay. You better be attached to Keon Coleman. Well, yeah, he he's not going anywhere. For now. For now. For now. He's hot. So what is your strategy here on the NCAA side? To hopefully hold on to the couple good players or good players that I like, hold on to them until everybody knows who they are, and then use them to package in some kind of deal, more than likely. Um, I've got – looking at the draft, I'm trying to get – my goal would be to get the third, fourth, fifth round picks because there's some guys that I like that I think will slide into that spot um, versus trying to get higher in the draft and take some of the better or more known guys. All right. So give us a couple of your untouchables. Uh, let's start on the NCAA side first. So, truly, you you asked me for these guys yesterday, and since then, one of the ones I put on the list has already been traded. So, really don't have any touchables on the NCAA side. But the ones I put on that list were Troy Franklin, Bucky Irving, and Keon Coleman. So, now I would say Elijah Badger would take Troy Franklin's spot. But nobody's safe. Okay. Tweet, Dennis, Jacob, you guys have anybody that you want to see if uh, would maybe pique Nate's interest? 
in a name or so for Bucky Irving or Keon Coleman. I'm always piquing Nate's interest in one way or another. (laughs) (laughs) What about – I'm just curious. Would you trade Bucky Irving for Khalil Herbert, whoever's got Khalil Herbert? No. No? What is – what do you feel like is Bucky Irving's ceiling? He'll get me some college points. Okay. I think I think he'll I think he'll be in the NFL. I don't know what his performance or posi- playing third down back or whatever returner in the NFL, but he'll at least get me some college points that Herbert's not gonna get on the NFL side. Okay, what about Jatavian Sanders? Probably. There we go. They found something. Nate's Nate's is telling the truth. Some of his untouchables can be fondled uh, if if you work with them enough. Um, what about what about Trevante Citizen or how about this interesting one, Keishon Boutte? Where do you think he goes in the draft? Third round. Fourth third round. round. Would you take a third round NFL wide receiver or Bucky Irving? Probably going to keep Bucky. All right. I'm the only one putting hey. out names. You guys can feel free to. I mean, I stay away up. from Boutte all day. Like, <laughs> Boutte's going definitely day three. Like, he's going to be a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Yeah. What about Michael Thomas on the NFL side? Is he no. cooked? The guy that hasn't played yeah. for years? Fucking slant boy? Yeah, that's the guy. No. You gotta treat Just him like he's cooked. He went to Ohio State. You're not going to pull me in with that. <laughs> I thought you liked former Ohio State guys. Only good ones. <laughs> Past or right. present. None of them. <laughs> All right. What are some untouchables on your NFL side? Brees Hall. Yes. What about uh, Brees Hall for Bijan and you add some stuff? <laughs> what? Like the the Brees plus the, the offer that you gave for Zach Wilson for Bijan? <laughs> no. <laughs> like that's at least $100 worth. I need a little bit more. But All right. The, so – do you like Iowa State or do you like the Falcons more? Iowa State. I said that in the chat. Where you been? Where you... <laughs> the chat's been live. <laughs> I haven't been reading everything. No. All right. All right, Nate. So, Brees. Brees Hall or Justin Luke, Fields? We're, we're working something out right now. For Justin Fields? Yeah. No. Sorry, this isn't even my team. But you say no. You say no. Like that's not enough. Dennis's look is like no. I need more. That was an interesting look that I got from both of you. No. Nope. I. I mean, Brees. At this point in time, the way he came out, I think he's one of the most valuable running backs behind maybe Bijan right this second. 
Like, so, uh, and I think they're one A, one B in this league. Yep. Do you want and then you add in the fact that everybody, half the people are Iowa State fans in this league, so Brees automatically gets that. Right. And do I want to? <laughs> do I want one A, or do I want one B in all the extras that it would take to get one A? I think it's Zach Wilson T over both of them. Honestly, if you were willing to give me Brees Hall, it probably wouldn't take that much. I mean, we're swapping pretty similar prospects. We just glossed over this. Dennis chimes in in the background, and he's like, I would take JT over all of them. He wants JT over over Brees. JT can't catch. So that's the issue. Um, His market share for receiving is terrible compared to Bijan and Brees and Saquon Barkley. So And JT's got a receiver playing quarterback, so they're going to load the box. All right, JT has Anthony Richardson now. That's what I'm saying. He's not a receiver. He will be. He might be a tight end. Right. (laughs) So you want the other two? What's the other two? Garrett Wilson and JSN. Okay. Before he went to the Seattle, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Gives Gino an option, but is Gino the guy? Like, probably not. He's got he's had one good year. I mean, great for him, but got paid. Yep. I don't think he's the guy. So, all right, Nate. AJ Brown or Brees Hall? Brees. Brees Hall, because I now have the other Eagle receiver, and I don't like having two of the same. Please, that's what your team's littered with. No, <laughs> that's ninety nine percent of your team is Seahawks and Jets. It's littered with receiver running back combinations, not receiver receiver combinations. Okay. Okay, so you said no to Brees Hall for Justin Fields. Brees Hall for Trevor Lawrence. Ooh, I've had Trevor. In a different league. <laughs> Brees Hall for Caleb Williams. No. Probably not. Didn't Anyways. you guys just say Caleb Williams wasn't worth as much on the last podcast? Or We did. Yeah. So, like. Garrett Wilson or C.D. Lamb. Garrett Wilson. Garrett, Yeah. Okay, Jacob and Tweet, you just keep saying no. Come up with other names. No, I would actually take CD over again. All right. Marvin Harrison or Garrett Wilson? Marvin. Nate's like, oh. That's tough. That's, yeah, that's. Well, you're trading Ohio State wide receiver for Ohio State wide receiver, and that's. It's it's like. like. It's probably fair, to be honest. I mean,. Luke's Both are really good things because I've been trying to get them for a while. Yeah. What about Lamar Jackson or Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson? Oh, Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. <laughs> but Jacob says no because of Lamar Jackson's more. I mean, 
the guy with the most like points per game in the NFL ever. For now, most points per game in the college football. So you you want to take that trade? No. No, he he already said the cost of Lamar is everything. Yeah, that seems awfully expensive. Um, he's also the best fantasy player we've ever seen. So, for like maybe a couple years, but yeah. What do you mean a couple of years? You put him. Lamar's, in his- Lamar's trash. <laughs> Tweet, you're wild. <laughs> All right, Nate. JSN, because you just I mean, mentioned that you weren't. Can we can we just settle this? Like Mahomes' best season never scored the, as many points per game than Lamar's best season. Good ever Good for him. College has two Super Bowl, doesn't matter. <laughs> like he's one of one. Cool. So I mean, fantasy wise, good for him, but I don't want to mess my quarterback one on my team. He's not going to win a Super Bowl. He's not good enough. Tweet doesn't want Lamar. He wants Tua. He loves all those concussions. Well, well, yeah. And I got Jordan Love and the Jets quarterback, which you're coming after soon. Probably. Jacob, do you still have Denzel Mims? I think I might know a guy who could be interested in some Jets. I got to get Lazard. Um, How about 2021 wide receivers are like my kryptonite. (laughs) Right. Jalen Rager, Denzel Mims, Brian Edwards, all of them. (laughs) All right. You said you weren't sure about Jason's landing spot in – Seattle, Chris Olave, or Jackson Smith and Jigba. I probably lean in towards Olave because he's a better Ohio State. Is that what you're saying? I mean, just, I had to pick. I had to find another Ohio State guy, so it was kind of like for like for you, just because of I think situations I better for Olave. Yeah, situations better, but Jason's obviously younger, so I'd have him for longer. But <laughs> he also. He also is effective on the outside. Dennis, you, you came unmuted, so you might have an opinion here. No. JSN. How about JSN gets all the love, though? How about Law St. Brown or JSN? Okay. Um, Debo Samuel or JSN? JSN. Oh. Jacob wants Debo. No way. Give me Debo. I think I think we value like a half year of age a little bit too much. Like the fact that like somebody said JSN's younger than Olave and by what, <laughs> maybe four months. Like, <laughs> like what, what are we doing? We're nitpicking these guys' age. Like, sorry, he grew up in a, four months later and had to go to high school later. <laughs> Who's got Dalton Kincaid? Me. He just Buffalo. went to the Bills. I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. <laughs> All right. We'll take the age to the test. Nate, CMC or Jackson Smith and Jigba? <laughs> <laughs> but CMC, when he was injured with the Panthers, who do you prefer? Either way, we're not getting a trade done. I mean, <laughs> no. And so the, the caveat I'll put to my – Untouchables. 
I know, Luke, you've said it before. Everybody has their price. So they all could be moved just probably at a price that nobody would be comfortable giving up for. Travis ETN or JSN? JSN. Dennis, what are your thoughts on that one? I know you're a big ETN guy. Apparently not as big as you. You said ETN for Barkley should be straight up because Barkley is so old. I mean, it's true. (laughs) Barkley's 25. We all value four months of age a lot different, you know? I think the age thing's a little blown out of proportion still, but... Yeah, I'm taking ETN. You're going to have to go back and listen because I didn't say that the age makes me pick JSN over Olave. I said, if anything, that would be the only thing. I I did say Olave over JSN. I do think I do. I, I want to see JSN do something. He hasn't played in a year. He, yeah, Neither great first round draft pick in the NFL, but like, what are we getting out of him? What Wasn't it a foot injury last year? Is he the next Hampton Michael Thomas Hampton with a foot injury? Is it Hampton? the next Tutu Atwell? Jamar Chase didn't play a year. Yeah, Jamar Chase is different. He's he's tenfolds better than JSN coming out. Yes. All right. Well, does anyone else have any questions for Nate uh, here for the manager interviews? Nate, do you think the $100 in fab on the NFL side that I sent for Zach Wilson is the best offer you will receive for Zach Wilson going forward? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is Fab in the NFL is like completely worthless too. If it would have been $100 on the college side or even maybe $50, then I'd probably take it. But the end side. Not you want to make a deal? <laughs> he still loves Zach. I would take fifty dollars on the college side. All right, fifty dollars. You want it? <laughs> I mean, it was a bad offer, but it might be the best offer that you get until Rogers retires after this year, and Zach has learned everything from Rogers, and now he's the new Rogers. But right, if, because Aaron what if, Rodgers what if the Jets take... teach Zach Wilson? Maybe we'll see how Jordan Love is. We'll know right. we got it all for what from, happens or, if the Jets trade up for like Drake May. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> then Zach gets traded to Tennessee. Then Nate's gonna try to figure out all he has to do to get Drake May from from uh, Patrick. Right. That's what that's what Nate's gonna have to figure out how to what to do. Yeah, I mean. Nate, Nate needs all the Jets players. So, Nate, do you have any questions for any of us? I don't think so. I was going to come in here all loaded for loaded. Yeah, that's what I was. And fast and furious and take people out on the way through. But then stuff got in the way and I didn't get to do the research and homework I wanted to do to come into this. But stuff uh, got in the way by, by you trading? Yeah, well. How frustrating is it when Luke and I talk shit about your team on here? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. You mean 
infuriating. Infuriating. I apologize on my words. I and, thought that was just Luke, me. I'm sure. Well, this is where I'm sure Luke probably twisted my words a little bit because there were never any names dropped about who's infuriating. And that what, is true. I said, for whatever reason, sometimes listening to the podcast makes me irrationally infuriated. Meaning, meaning Jacob makes sense why it's just maybe it's that fake Southern Bear accent, it's terrible at that just really turns the fires. Or is it that you just get real upset because you you just can't have no rebuttals? <laughs> I don't need rebuttals. Tweet said I'm living rent free Ed because you want Brees and Garrett Wilson back. Do you, yep. That one drunken night for Tweet changed changed his life. So can we clear the air? Like, am I the infuri- infuriating one, or is it Luke and Tweet? I think it's the other two. Thank you. Huh. Whoa. Wow. I oh, feel yeah. personally attacked. <laughs> I feel infuriated. Oh. You're right. <laughs> but keep in mind most of, the time, off. most of the time when I'm listening to your podcast it's when I'm working so I'm already pissed off <laughs> so you know kind of, maybe it's maybe a, a little bit of both who's most infuriating on the podcast Dennis who I think is? Yeah. I say some inflammatory stuff. I know I do, but... I don't say anything bad. All my stuff is good. I don't make no sense. That's, That's fucking true. You you two say that. You, say, you two say the bad stuff behind closed doors. Okay. Mm-hmm. Full disclosure, though, I'm like four episodes behind. Oh my gosh. But oh. you've been listening for at least a year, hopefully. So hopefully there's somebody that's pushing your buttons. Oh no. Once once he gets caught up, he'll be he'll know who the answer is. It's always Luke. It's always <laughs> Luke or it's always tweet. It's always one of them. And and for a fact, Dennis, I know one episode, you're probably only listening to about fifteen minutes of it. And then you're probably not listening to the rest of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, you'll know which one it is. Nate knows. Yeah. Yeah, now Dennis is, is like, ah, now I gotta go listen to all these and try to figure out which one I'm gonna be upset with. You can probably, I'll say, you can probably start backwards. <laughs> yeah, on that one, that was a good one. All right. I well, said kind things. Kind, kind things. Yeah, Jacob's just trying to get more trades. He had like the first five, and now he's like losing... He's losing his steam. He doesn't know how to do it. Maybe Nate can teach you about some endurance on trading. I did lose steam. I mean, it's it's the long tired. Well, that's all that I have for us tonight. It's been a little bit distracting. I apologize. Uh, maybe not the best night to have a podcast yeah. on <laughs> of the we, draft. We might as well have done it live tomorrow night when everybody's at Tweet's house. Yeah. 
Could have. Would have been wild. <laughs> could, could have. So that's going to do it f- for us tonight. Next week, we will have our interview. Nate, who do we want to do for our interview with? I want to I hear why Patrick is so entrenched in some of these undrafted free agent quarterbacks. So, Patrick. Dennis's face lit up. He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Jacob, do you like that? Nate just called out Patrick. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> All right, Patrick, we're going to have you on on the May 4th episode. And may the 4th be with you. As always, I am your, co- or I am your host, Luke Probasco. That's Jacob Belleville. There's a Southern Bear. Rawr! Good night. Don't forget to start your studs. And Jacob, don't hate the player. Hate the game. And I'm Triple H. Good night. Get it. Type.